This is the Stripped Down Podcast with Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, and Bravo reality TV star, Allie Levine. Join in with her weekly as Allie dishes on all things motherhood, the real, the raw, and everything in between. Buckle up, it's about to get real. Here's Allie. Hi, loves. Welcome back to Stripped. I'm so excited today. I have such an incredible guest. I feel like you guys always hear me now say I have such an incredible guest, but like I'm very excited about her. She's got so many amazing things going on. We're on the line and I'm on with the amazing Jennifer Blossom. She's a toddler mom. She's a wife. She's an occupational therapist and CEO and founder of Blossoming Mommy and Baby, which is a digital wellness brand that helps simplify health living, healthy living and modern homemaking for moms. Jennifer, welcome to my show. Yay, Allie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Yes. I love everything you're doing and I love that you're trying to make things simpler for us mamas. So I was like, I got to have you on. This is like such a tool and I just love what you're doing. So thank you. Yes. Thank you. And likewise, girl, your message and this new season that you're in and your heart for moms, it's so inspiring. So same goes for you, sister. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. And I love your accent, by the way. I'm, li- I'm living for it. My, my daughter is like um, 16 months and she, her new when she says bye, she goes bye. And I'm like, oh my God, where did you get them from? And why can't I do that? <laughs> that is hilarious. That is too funny. I really don't know where she got it from, but I'm obsessed. Oh my God. So I just heard your time. I'm like, oh my God, I just love it. So yes. Yeah, so thank you so much for being on. So before we kind of get into our full conversation. I would love for you to just tell my audience a little bit more about yourself and who you are and as a mama and everything. Absolutely. So I was raised, this is like always a mind blower. I was raised in a tiny fishing town just south of Anchorage, Alaska. So I lived here for 18 years and now I'm back here raising my family. Um, and really, Allie, my, my brand was born in a season of struggle for me. I walked through multiple eating disorders and mental health disorders, including anxiety and panic attacks and um, anxiety and panic disorders. And so this brand was really born in a season of struggle for me. And I was, as I was walking through those disorders and uh, with mental health, uh, all the things, like it just really came to fruition also as I became a mom. And so as the brand kind of evolved, I also really had to learn how to develop good self-awareness and to practice overcoming these struggles. So I, I think right when I decided to just lay it down and in this like pivotal piece of darkness, I'm like I'm not going to stay here. That is when the light bulb came on of like, oh my gosh, if I can figure this out for myself, I can help so many other moms do the same. And so ironically, as I kind of started to get a handle on my eating and my body image and my mind, I also started to walk through infertility. And so my husband and I struggled for two and a half years with infertility. And then, you know, like going through the whole postpartum period, it's just this huge evolution of, of, of motherhood of like the different seasons we go through. And so it's just really interesting now, Ali, to be in a place where I have mastered the struggles that I've gone through and now can be in this space online where I can help share my tools and tips and strategies for moms who are feeling super overwhelmed with their motherhood to help better equip them with the tools that they need to just simplify their motherhood, their life, and to truly help them enjoy motherhood. So that's kind of the evolution of who I am, where I've been, and what I'm all about. I love that. That's so beautiful. And I love that you said like the different seasons because it's true, right? Like we're all in different seasons of life. And especially when you become a mom, motherhood is so crazy and amazing and so wild in so many ways. And it's like, you don't realize that you are in this like crazy new season and you are essentially like reborn and you're like, wow, where do I go from here? And what is this? And so I love that you're like, 
I now have mastered this like in my own way and how do I help others and how do I create this brand? And so I think like that's, you know, amazing that you took that away from everything. And so it's like you're a toddler mom and a wife. How do you, having this business, how do you find, <laughs> the word I love to use is balance, because I feel like I'm still searching for it. Right. How do you find balance in being able to do this and be, you know, a mom and wife and everything? That's such a good question. I think no matter where our moms are today, like whether they are CEOs or entrepreneurs or working outside of the home or in the home, like that is the magic question of motherhood is like, how do we balance it all? So we're all wearing different hats, have different schedules. Like it's all the, all the things we're juggling all the time. And for, for me, Ali, what has worked so well is to get very clear with my priorities. And so having that self-discipline muscle every single week, every single day to sit down and to prioritize my schedule and to weed out all of the other things. So I think as moms, it's so easy for us to say yes to all the things. And then we wonder why we're like driving around like crazy, doing all the appointments, all the meetings, all the play dates, and we have zero time for ourselves. So for me, super simple. It has been about identifying my priorities and then having the self-discipline to be very structured when it comes to you know, work and appointments and what needs to get happen and then just leaving the rest at the door. And so then even going as far as developing structures and schedules throughout my day has been super helpful for me. And I think, Allie, tell me this is like true for you too, but one thing that I have really struggled with is actually turning my brain off. So it's one thing if we can have structures and systems and do the whole organization thing, like that's totally fine. But for me also, it's about having that mental space to, to not be always thinking about a million things at once, but truly being present in the moment like that, that act in itself has been so challenging, but so, so fruitful when I can actually put it into fruition. Yeah, no, I think that's so well said because I struggle with balance every day. I mean, hello, like real mom life. Like I asked you to push the time for our podcast today and obviously being a mom, like you're so flexible and understanding, but it's like, I had another guest here, things friendly. My daughter had to get down later for another nap because her her nap was off. And it's like, you just sometimes have to just like go with the flow, but then find a balance again. And then it's like, true. You do have to kind of check in and figure out after all is said and done, like, how do you shut off? And that is something where I struggle with daily. Like I look at myself and I'm like, wow, do I really ever like allow myself to shut off? I'm getting better. Like where I lay down my husband and we watch some TV or we cuddle and chat and like have a conversation. But like, even then I could feel the thoughts of my brain going. And obviously us both being entrepreneurs, I feel like that's a very common thing as an entrepreneur. You're always creating, you're always thinking, everything's going through your mind. And you don't realize that you're not maybe constantly getting shut off and you're not getting to hit the off button and maybe get to reset. And so I appreciate you saying that because I'm like, I need to work on that so much more. So how do you find yourself shutting off? Oh, that's such a good question. For me, what has been super helpful is to be really intentional. And I try to make it so six times a day. So when I tell moms that, they're like, what? Six times a day for pockets of quote unquote self-care? And I'm like, yeah. So what I do, Alex, I do morning, mid-morning, lunch, um, afternoon, pre-evening and then like post-evening. And so this can like literally be two minutes, but you could set reminders on your phone. Or for me, I just know like at this time during this day, I'm going to be shutting off. So for me, it's just craving out that white space in your day. So making more margin and then not filling that margin with distractions. So I think it's really easy for us as moms, especially being in social media era to just pick up our phone and think we're doing self-care because our kids are down for a nap and we in the house is quiet, but we're actually scrolling on Instagram or we're online shopping and we're going on Pinterest. We're watching Real Housewives. Like we're filling our white space with with 
stop. That's totally fine. But what's, when it becomes an issue is when that is, that is our only self care, like throughout the entire day. And so what's really helpful for me, Allie, is just to create five to six spaces throughout my day for two minutes or 10 minutes or whatever I can find. And just to refill, recalibrate with what my system, with what my body needs. So whether it's a workout or a smoothie or, you know, prayer time or just something to ground myself to re to refuel. Um, that has been so helpful. So I think also too, as moms, like we think we can drive or fly from California to New York on a tank of gas and then back again. And that's so crazy to think that because we're always running around on E and that is when we, that's where we see this huge issue in mom, like mom life right now is just moms are running around ragged and dry and we need to have that stop and that wake up of how do we reconnect and recalibrate throughout our days. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate like you saying that because like, you know, even me, like obviously being an influencer and, and, you know, being someone that is online all the time, like you don't realize like your kid is napping or, you know, you are, you know, supposedly relaxing, but you're not because you're on all these different things and you're consuming it and you're not actually taking a break and you're not getting to relax. So I'm curious for you, why, and why do you tell other moms? Why is it six times? I've never heard that before. For me, it was like how my brain works. So if I kind of look at my, so gosh, Allie, like being entrepreneurs, like we are so like, for me anyways, it's like this quarter, that quarter, the next quarter, like I see the, I see the year as four quarters. And so when I look at it for motherhood, I'm like, okay, when I look at my entire day, how can I chunk it out and like quarter it out? So it, it makes sense. So logically for me, I'm like, okay, morning, noon, and night. So I try to hit two times on each of those sections, each of those quarters throughout the day. Um, and maybe it's like the business girl in me, I don't know. But for me, that has been so helpful for just that rejuvenation because I have found that when I'm not intentional with self-care and don't do it twice in the morning, I mean, it can literally be as simple as getting up 30 minutes before your kids, boom, that's one self-care. And then doing like after their morning nap, like boom, my, my next hit of self-care. But when I find that I can really section out my day of morning, noon, and night and hit two times of each of those quadrants or each of those sections with some dose of self-care, I am so much more like a better mom, a better person by the end of the day, if I don't intentionally do that, because then five o'clock hits, my husband gets home and I am like not fun to be around. Right. So just, and so just having that division of your day or doing like whatever works for you. So maybe it's like, maybe it's three times a day. Maybe it's morning, noon, and night, like whatever works for you and making it work for your schedule. That's what's most important. I love that. And so I have to ask you this. So with you being someone who just said you, you know, separated from quadrants, like, does that happen every day for you? Like, do you get to check in and do that? Oh, girl. Oh, girl. That's such a good question. So here's like a great example of this. Okay. So quote unquote self-care in the afternoon would be like 30 minutes of Gilmore Girls, right? Like, so what, what do we do that doesn't happen? Or like having a glass of wine at 7 p.m. Like, what do we do? Because mom life happens. So like, what do you do when you don't hit like a quadrant of your self-care? You have to be flexible. So knowing yourself, like knowing and having that self-awareness is super important because we're moms, like our schedules are going to change. You're not always going to have that like nice 30 minute, like quiet morning time routine. Like, yeah, that's not reality. So what happens like when we don't hit that is like learning how to be flexible and adaptable and learning how to squeeze it in, in other ways. Like if you can't get your work done, like, can you go out for 10 minutes with your kids around the, around the block and go for a walk, but just looking and being creative and being flexible and knowing to still care for yourself as a mom in a way that's going to fit your day into your schedule and like start out with those intentions. But if it doesn't happen because the hashtag mom life, like still being able to find different possible throughout your day to, to recenter and reconnect, even if it's not like your original master plan for the day. Yeah, no. And I appreciate you being honest and saying that it doesn't always happen because I feel like a lot of times and moms, 
hear this, even me, and listen to people say like, oh, you should do this and you should do that. And it's like, that's great. And I think that's wonderful to have those goals and set things up and, you know, say to yourself, this is what you should be trying to do. And this is what you should set out to do. Even like you said, if things shake up and things shift, but I really appreciate that you're being honest about, Hey, that doesn't always happen for me, even though this is something that I do and I am an occupational therapist and I am this and wellness and the whole thing. It's like so nice to hear that you're human and you're like, okay, there's not, it doesn't always happen. Like that's just life. It is just life. Like what happens when you have to go to the urgent care, like whatever, like it's life. And then you don't get home till 9 PM, but you know, like inside you have to have a break or you're going to have that breaking point. And so I think Allie, it comes down to honestly being really self-aware and knowing what your body and your mind and your soul needs and not copying your friends, like not copying the latest, you know, so quote unquote self-care trend on social media, oh, but such a buzzword. I know yeah, oh, it is. It's so cliche. And it's like, there's a truth to it, but we have to be very careful with it. So you have to know what you need need and being self-aware with that and being able to fill that back up. And also Allie, like not being a grumpy mom because you didn't get your quote unquote self-care for the day. So not, not being like not giving your kids and your husband or whatever, like the short end of the stick because you didn't like your day didn't go as planned. So being able again to have that self-awareness to be flexible and the tap into that I think is just so important. Yeah, no, I, I love that. That's like so, so, so well said. And like, just so needed for, for all of us to hear, especially as moms that like things will change. Things will shake up. There will be days where like none of that will get in, but it's like important to try to set out to do those things when you can, because it is necessary. And I completely agree with you and echo you when you say like, you are a better you, you're a better spouse, you're a better mom. Like when I give in, when I allow myself and I give to myself, I realize how much happier I am. I realize how much better I am to everyone. And sometimes I have to remind myself of that because one, of course, mom guilt's a real thing. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is, is like, you know, especially me being like stay home mom, mompreneur and the whole thing. It's like, I feel like I can't stop working and I want to just keep going and get this and this done. But then I don't realize like I put myself in burnout and then I'm not good to anyone. Yes. And that, and that right there, Allie, that's so hard. Like, like you said, like being a stay at home, but also a working mom, like how do you find that balance of turning off, like being intentional? Like it's super easy to be like responding to DMs on Instagram while your daughter is playing or like whatever. Like it's so hard to be, you have to have that. Oh, and be so so intentional. Oh, I'm guilty too of it. Like it's, it's so, it's so easy. Like even, even if our moms, like even if you aren't like an entrepreneur, like your kids can be right there and you can be quote unquote with them, but are you really with them? Like, are you scrolling Instagram or are you down like unplugged on the floor playing Legos? Like just being mindful of that in your presence and just being present. Like that's, that's that take home message. Mm-hmm. It is such a take home message. And it's, it's interesting. You said that because I saw the other day on Instagram and it really resonated with me. I saw Um, a mom post like this kind of eerie photo that was of her and her son on there, like Matt and he's playing and she's there, but she basically looks like invisible, like almost ghost. And she wrote, are you a ghost in your own life? Are you present? And I was like, Oh my God, it really shook me. Like, wow. Like how crazy is that? That like just something like that could really like, make me think, but exactly what you're saying, like that intentional and being present, it's like, that is the takeaway because especially nowadays, 
in our busy world with social media, everything that goes on, you know, this is stuff that people didn't have in this intense long ago. And it's like, it's so great because it's connected to so many of us, like us on this podcast, but it's like at the same time, it also, you don't realize how much it does take you away from the present. And so I think that you just hit the nail on the head by saying that like being intentional and being present is so important. So important because we know motherhood is so fleeting and we have this very short window to pour in and to raise our kids. And so if we are going to be committed to that, like we've got to be intentional with our thoughts and with our actions. And like you said, Allie, like we can be present, like our bodies can be there physically, but are we really there? It's so easy to, to go through the motions of life and to have this I think culture tells us like busyness is this badge of honor and that's false. So really being intentional with your time and how you spend it, uh, it just is so important. Yeah, no, I, and I appreciate that you, that you say that because it's like, I, I need to hear that too. Like busyness is not everything. And it's like, it's good to be busy, but it's like also checking back in and being intentional and being able to be present is so important. It's like the people around you are so important. So with your digital wellness brand and like that you simplify healthy living and like modern homemaking for, for moms, can you kind of further explain like what this is all about and kind of like what people are able to get from Blossoming Mommy? Yeah, it, that's a great question because what, it, and like I said, like it really stemmed out a season of hurt and overwhelm for me and, and being in that season and now sharing these tools with moms, I'm realizing just, Ali, and like you too, like when you're just had that heartbeat of your community, like we understand that so many moms these days are so overwhelmed with motherhood. So how can we help them just create this simpler atmosphere so they can enjoy and create this meaningful motherhood? And so for us, Allie, I have really seen motherhood from this holistic approach. So today it's really common for, for women and just for people in general to get on this like diet trend, right? Like the latest diet or the latest spin class, like whatever. Like it's super common for us just to get wrapped up in one thing. But what we're not realizing is that we as humans, like we as moms, we're multidimensional beings. So understanding that I, I break it down into five main, main quadrants. Um, this real, it's like the, the occupational therapist, it's very much of a holistic approach to motherhood, but understanding that you as a mom, like you've got your physical health, your nutritional health, your spiritual health, your emotional health. And then I also tie in there homemaking as well. Not like the Betty Crocker homemaking. I always am like, oh, homemaking is a really obnoxious <laughs> word. But I'm like, it is not like the Betty Crocker pinup with like the little bonbon hat thing in an apron, like making cookie dough at 2 p.m. Like this is like legit, like understanding your home, having rhythms and routines and creating a space for your family to thrive. Um, that's what I'm all about. And so really looking at these five areas of motherhood and simplifying, um, providing moms different tools and strategies so she can really be there for herself and for her family. Cause I think just so mom, so many moms, they're just going through the motions and they're not, they're not enjoying their motherhood. So how can we create this in a way and create tools for them in a way that's going to help them just be there, be present and be their healthiest. That is like what we're all about. I love that. That's, that's awesome. So what would be like, um, so how does it work exactly? If someone wanted to like work with you or like, how does, you know, I guess like, how does it all work for a mama who yeah. wants to use the tools and like check out Blossoming Mommy and Baby? 
Yeah. Well, we have different sections. So we work um, first like digital content. So every single week through different, like po- like you and I like podcasts like this, um, lots of blogs, different, we have our own podcast show. So just things like that, digital content every single week. We also work, Allie, and I know you, you know a lot about this, but we do, um, we work a lot with brands. We work strategically with brands that we know our moms are going to love. We do, we'll do different events with brands. So just bringing moms products they, that we know you need. And then we also go as far as creating like events and fun little collaborations with brands. And then the third thing is, is Ali, we do digital services. So we have kind of four different sections. We have, um, digital uh, wellness plans and courses uh, on the lines of mental health. We have a postpartum section, pregnancy, and then we have a whole uh, healthy kitchen club. So moms can come on in and learn all the things for being in the kitchen and creating healthy meals. So we really try to break it down into different, the different sections of motherhood and then just pour in all the tools for whatever season she is in. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. That's, that's so great. No, it's, it's, that's really cool. So that's all different ways basically to get to kind of like work with you guys and get different yeah. tools and, and, and yeah. different things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You just pick your season or pick what you're struggling with and just dive in. Yeah, no, that's, that's amazing. And that's, that's what people need too. It's like, sometimes you don't need everything. Sometimes you just need to pick different things. You don't want it to be overwhelming, especially as a new mom of like, what do I need and what do I want to work with? And what are the tools? It's like, I've realized as a new mom, like so much of motherhood is finding those tools and finding those different people and those different sources to like make it easier for you to make it breathable, to make it feel like I'm not just doing this alone. I think that's such a big thing in motherhood is it's like, this is a journey and it is a long journey and it's not just, you know, one quick thing and then you move on to the next. It's like, constantly changing and constantly knowing you do have those different moms who especially are out there like you that want to say, Hey, we have this great brand. We have all these different, you know, tools, all different resources to be able to figure out maybe it is a healthy living that you need to simplify, or maybe it's actually something with wellness, like whatever it is, it's like, you can tap into that and we're here to help you and, and share that. And so I think that's like just beautiful. I am, I have a question as far as like with moms, like, so for you, you've built this amazing brand, you know, you are a mom yourself, you know, you're an occupational therapist, all these things. And then you have your digital wellness brand. What are you, I guess, like, what is like the next steps for you? Or like, what are you trying to build further now that you've done all these different things? And you, like you said, have gone through all these different seasons and have these different hardships in life that have helped you get to these amazing levels that you're at now, like what do you see as next for yourself and your brand? And like, what do you want to do? That is such a good question. And when I think about this, I always like tell my family, our friends, like our, our mom community, like dream so big. And I am such a huge believer, Allie, that like when we go and we can dream up these crazy dreams and follow like what is in our heart and knock on these doors and see which doors open. And then you just follow like follow that path, follow that calling. And so when I look back at this brand, like every single year, I'm like, how did we like, this is crazy. And so what's next? Like, I want to get into the hearts and into the homes of women, just like even deeper in the world. Like I want to reach into the third world countries. I want to just touch moms like in a way that, and just shake up motherhood community like never before. So just going deeper alley into communities, pouring back and just following that, like leading, leading with the heart of service and just seeing which doors open. I mean, we are just, I feel like we're just getting started. Like same with you, right? Like, it's just like every single year I'm like, how, like, how do we think of these things and how do these things keep happening and how many moms are we blessed? It's just, it's crazy to think. And it's just like, when I think that when you step out there and you, you truly set out to do what you're meant to do, it's just 
doors open. And so I just want to get into those hearts and into those homes and just bless moms all over. That's amazing. I, I love that. And that's, and that's beautiful. And, you know, like, so just so important and like nice to hear that because I think a lot of moms, again, they don't want to feel alone and they don't yeah. want to feel like they don't have, you know, the support and everything. And it's just really important for them to know, like, Hey, we do want to be there for you. And like, we're putting ourselves out there and we're sharing our own lessons and we're sharing what we've learned and how do we, you know, do that and how do we give back and all that. So it's just like, I don't know, there's something amazing about moms and motherhood that I, I truly never appreciated the way I do now. Obviously, I don't think you can until you become a mom. Right. But like wild, like meeting you and so many other incredible moms, you know, in my life in such a short 16 months for me of being like, oh my gosh, like moms just like are seriously like want to like change the world. Like moms want to like just do everything and be there for each other and like be united and share. And it's just so incredible to me that like that, that is that built in community, like kind of the minute you become a mom, even if you don't realize it. Oh girl, I think it's the, I could not agree more. And I think it's that mama bear in us. And I think like you can read all the books, you can read all the blogs, you can listen to all the podcasts, but nothing prepares you in being become in being a mom until you become a mom. And I think that is just, there's so much truth to that. But also like you were saying, Ali, it's just, it's, it's ironic because as connected as we are as a, as a, as a culture, like as a world, like we are seeing staggering results of moms feeling so lonely. And I think it's so important for our audience to understand that. Yes. Like social media is amazing and such a blessing and a way to stay connected, like as a supplement, like it should never replace actual real connections and relationships with your community. I think that that's, that's where so many moms just get overwhelmed. It's like, they don't know where to meet moms or to connect with moms or to develop those friendships. Like it takes, I feel like friends kind of come and go throughout different seasons of your life. So being really intentional with cultivating those relationships in community, that's huge because like you said, like motherhood, it, it takes a tribe. Like that quote from like when we were 10 years old of like, it takes a village, like it really does. So being intentional with building your mom tribe is so important to motherhood. Yeah. And And I really like that you said that because I think it's true and I'm even guilty of it where it's like you get so sucked into social media and you feel like you're communicating because you're messaging with people and and you are communicating, but how you said and touched on the actual conversations and the real, you know, relationships and the real connections that you make in person or on the phone or FaceTime, or however, you know, you're connecting with different people. It's like so important to have that and not just to be behind the screen and just be consistently messaging and connecting and this and that. And it's like, even I realize that. And especially from what you said of like social media, social media is such a great place, but at the same time, it can also be such a dark place. And I think that what you said about moms and how they can feel so alone, I do believe that a lot of it is social media and that, you know, as much as it can be such a great space to connect and find different people, it can also be so dark, especially when you're feeling alone yourself. And I know for me, as someone who dealt with pretty heavy postpartum depression and did feel so alone, for me, social media was such a trigger and it Mm. was so hard 
for me to see all these moms and their perfect bodies and their perfect pictures. And, you know, they're just killing it and doing it all and this and that. And I'm like, what the frick is wrong with me? Like, why, why am I such a hot mess? Like I already knew I was a hot mess, but like, why am I like a whole new of a hot mess? And why don't I look like that? And why is my body not where I want it? And why, you know, did my pictures look terrible because my daughter is screaming the whole time? And you know, Mm -hmm. why is this? And why is that? And you don't realize like you just, keep comparing and comparing and comparison is like the worst thing you can do. It's like actually like the death of your own self. And it's like, you get sucked in and you get so heavy in it and you just don't realize like what that does. And so I think it's really important of what you said, communicating and like really being present and really having those real life conversations. And even though you may be connecting on social media allowing yourself to disconnect and realize like, I need to get outside. Mm -hmm. I need to go take a bath. I need to have a glass of wine. I need to get on the floor and play with my kids, you know, toys, like whatever it is. It's like, I need to actually experience and touch and feel life and not just be behind a screen. Absolutely. Yeah. You could not have said that any better. And it's easy for us to do that because it's just, it takes zero effort. Right. And we get this artificial, you know, imagination of like, Oh, I have friends, like I'm on Instagram, but like, there's a difference between like you said, like touching and feeling and being versus behind the screen, which I mean, screen's great, but like you got, you can't use it as a replacement for real community. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing here is that you can't use it as a real replacement for real community. And it's like, and that's why me too, it's like, even the people like you and other moms I've connected with, if I can't meet them in person, I'm like, Hey, I would love to do my podcast and like connect and chat and like, you know, get to know each other and this and that, or, Hey, let's go to lunch. If you know, you're local to me, it's like, if you really are connecting with these people, then like go and actually build those relationships and don't just let it sit online. And I think that's a big part of like the wellness part of you and like what you drive, which I think is great and incredible because again, I think a lot of us don't realize how alone we can feel and how trapping that feeling can be. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I have a question for you. I'm like, Ali, this is your podcast, but wait, I have a question for you. It's like the interviewer in me. Sure. Yeah. So for your postpartum depression, how did you build those steps to come out of it? Oh, it was, it was a, it was a hard, long ride of those steps. And I feel like sometimes I still have moments where I can start to get overwhelmed and I can get like the anxiety of like my depression and I have to like check back in with myself and be like, okay, what was I not doing today? Probably self-care. What was, you know, like you said, being intentional and being mindful of like, what, what didn't I do? Oh, I didn't take a bath or I didn't allow myself that 15 minutes to shower or, you know, I didn't go outside today or I didn't play with my daughter or, you know, just different things that like I didn't do to check in with myself and I was just working and then, you know, on social media and I didn't give myself any space or any breaks or like you say, separate these like quadrants of like time. Like I didn't allow myself to do that. And that's when Mm -hmm. I see myself kind of falling deeper. But to answer your question, like, I feel like, you know, in the beginning it was so hard. And at first it was even admitting that there was a problem, which for me, I mean, I think for most of us, but for me and my personality, I'm a very quick fix personality and I'm very like, Oh, okay, this is wrong. I'll just do this and fix it. Like no big deal. And I didn't realize that like, I was trying to just quick fix everything. So like, I'll go get a massage and then I'll feel better. Right. Like no big deal. Or are my nails done? Like whatever it is. And I didn't realize that like it was, you know, these little quick fixes that actually weren't fixing anything. And 
I started, my mm -hmm. husband really kind of was the one to be like, you know, I think that something's going on and, you know, I don't want to like upset you. I don't want to tell you like, you know, you need this or you need that. But of course, as my partner and, you know, my, my love and everything, he was worried about me and he was checking in on me and he's like, something's just off with you. And it's like continuing and you're not checking in with yourself and you're not really acting like you. And, you know, and I was like, I think it really clicked for me when I turned to him in bed. And as you know, in the podcast, when I shared on my podcast that I said, like, I feel like I'm mourning the death of me, but uh, mm -hmm. I really did feel like I was mourning the death of me. Like I really felt like there goes my life. There goes everything. Like I'm just not Allie anymore. Like it's fine. I'll just move on. And like, I'll just be a mom. And there's nothing wrong with being a mom. It's the best thing in the world. But at the same time, like it doesn't mean that you and your goals and everything go out the window mm -hmm. and you just become only this, you know, one thing. And it's like, no, because you were so much more than that before you became a mom. Now, you know, you have to let motherhood use it to like, you know, fire you up and, 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 and ignite you and make you yeah. be this, you know, bigger and better force. But for me, before I could get to that, I was just in such a dark place and I kept looking at everything and was like, nope, I'll just, you know, I'll just be here. And this is like where I am now. And I just, you know, I just am raising Amelia and like, I'm just always not able to shower and I'm always tired and I always don't look, you know, pretty for myself and this and that. And you don't realize how much that hurts your soul. It's like, yeah. I would like look in the mirror and be like, oh, I hate the person who I am. And I would be like, why am I thinking that way? And so between all these different red flags of me, like seeing that, my husband seeing things and friends and everything, it was like, okay, it's time to like check in and get intentional and get help. And so I started like seeing therapists and seeing postpartum specialists and doing different things that I needed to do, you know, to really check in with myself and be able to navigate everything and it took time, you know, it took several months to even kind of feel like me again. Um, it took a lot of being intentional, like you said, being aware of like what triggers me. For me, I had to sign off social media for like almost two months. I told my team, you know, you guys can go on. I'll give you a few pictures that you can post, but like, I'm not going to be on the day to day. Let me know what's urgent that I have to handle if there's something for work, obviously being that's part of my business, but like I'm signing off. And that was really hard for me because I thought to myself, well, like there goes that part of my business because I'm signing off of something that's like one of my biggest platforms mm -hmm. and I had to, it was like, for me, it was health, you know, it was like, I can't be this checked in. I can't be on here right now because everything I'm seeing is triggering me and everything that I'm reading consuming is bothering me. And it became very clear that it was one of my biggest triggers. And as soon as I allow myself to do the work and start to meditate and pray and do all these different things to bring myself into a better space and really focus on me and do the work within. That's when slowly I started being able to take the steps towards feeling like, you know, a new and better version of Allie. That and is so amazing. Thank you. And honestly, I look back now, you know, with being a million, being a little bit over 16 months and I'm like, wow, I never thought I would get here. I didn't think there was a light in the tunnel. I really didn't. Everything was so dark. I looked at everything so much, you know, differently. Mm -hmm. I loved her, but I couldn't like stand myself. I hated myself. I was just like, uh -huh. you know, I just couldn't handle it. I couldn't deal. And I thought to myself, well, okay, well, this is what this is for me. Like it is what it is. And I think that's where like as moms, 
we don't realize that like it's okay to feel those things, but you have to, like you said, get intentional and check in. Yes. Be like, okay, it's okay. I feel that way. I can validate this feeling, but what am I going to do to move forward instead of staying in, in my best yes. downfall for me that I had to learn from was staying in it. Yes. And I think that's where so many moms get stuck is like, there's this huge growth that comes from not being a mom to being a mom, to being a mom, mom of two. Like there's just, we're always learning and growing, but when we can really step into this new, better version of ourselves and who we are as moms and not like you said, Ellie, not getting stuck in that pit, but learning how to move through it and coming out on that other side with sharper tools, with a clearer mind. And now like, look at you, Allie, like just this fierce mom on a mission is just, it's amazing. I just applaud you too, for being so vulnerable to be able to share that Allie, because now like you never know your story is touching somebody who's there right now. And the fact that you came out of that, like that is such an important story to share. So you're just, you're an amazing mom. Oh, thank you so much. That means so much to me. And it's like, that's the thing. It's like, you know, the more you share, like you said, the more you let people know, like they're not alone and what they're going through, especially moms. It's like you said, we've come so far with so many things, but somehow us as moms, we feel so alone so much and we feel so just like we are bad moms for feeling this way. And you know, how can we have these feelings? We have these amazing blessings in front of us and all these things. And it's like, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with us. And it's like, once you kind of get clear on like that for yourself and that was it with me. And even now it's like, I have to check in and say to myself, okay, you know what? Today I'm feeling very stressed out. So I'm not going to go on social media for the most part today. Like I'm just not going to sign on. And you know what? That's okay. Absolutely. And just really getting to the root of what's going on instead of having these little band-aids over everything, like that is the key. Yes. Amen. Well, that is so well. I mean, like seriously, I'm like, that's, that's so true. And like, I think that needs to be heard like so strongly because it's like, I do that too. Stop putting band-aids over everything that is a trigger or is a problem or something that you're working through. It's like just do the work. It's not easy. It's like nobody wants to look at themselves, but it's like the more you do the work, the more you become intentional, the more you become mindful, the more you allow yourself to grow and the more you allow things to flourish and you see it around you. And so like for you, Jennifer, like being that you said that, like, what are the things that you do to do the work on yourself and allow yourself that growth? That's such a good question. So for me, it really comes down, comes down to, um, I have to move my body every single day. Like even like I'm a runner. So being able to go for a run or at least a walk. So moving my body is huge, non-negotiable. Um, the second thing is making sure I'm fueling really well with nutrition. So having a green smoothie every day, having my family eat healthy and learning how to cook healthy meals. Like that has been everything as if we're eating like crap, like it affects everything. It affects our waistline, our skin, our hair, our attitude, like our brain fog. I mean, nutrition is so important. So that's a huge piece of it. Also, um, also having like quiet time. So having that time, like that spiritual time is so important just to tone, tune out the world and, and really pour into myself and my soul spiritually is super important. And I think Ali, like the last thing would just be to totally unplug, like you and I both being so active online, like being intentional with getting outside, having no distractions, like no dings, no rings, like none of that, but really getting outside and having that meaningful connection with my son, with my husband, with our friends, with our community. Community, like that is so good for the soul too. 
Yeah, no, it's so true. And on the on the note of food, I'm totally going to be coming to you for tips because I mean, oh, we girl. okay, but like I'm not a good cook. I get anxiety in the kitchen. Like my girl. husband cooks everything. Um, it's 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 a struggle in this household. Oh, girl. Okay, we uh, you got to email us after the show so we can get you inside the Healthy Kitchen Club because you got it. Like once you learn the tricks, like it is freaking amazing. Oh, and I forgot to mention, like every once in a while, guys, like don't get me wrong, like Allie, we need to have like a glass of wine together, please. Like we gotta have a glass yes. of wine once in a while, like a bubble bath, like. That for sure happens to a little episode of like Real Housewives. I mean, that that's all part of it too. Yes. And thank you for saying that because again, it's like, it's, it's real. It's like, this is, yes. these are the things I do to be able to check in. And these, and it's like, and like you said, sometimes it's different. Sometimes it's wine. Sometimes it's watching, you know, your guilty pleasures. Sometimes it's getting outside. It's like whatever works for you. There's no, like, I think that's the other thing too. People think it's like one size fits all. It's like, no, it's whatever works for you. And for you as being, you know, this occupational therapist and, you know, the founder of Blossoming Mommy and Baby, for you, this wellness brand is that you're saying, find those tools for yourself. I'm going to give you the tips and tricks of how I do it, but like find what works for you. It doesn't need to be exactly what I'm saying. Right. And that's like the issue today is like people think that life and motherhood is like this recipe box like this cookbook. It's like, no, you have to hear and be receptive, but then mold it to make it fit your life, your preferences, your circumstances, like take it with a grain of salt and make it your own. Yes, exactly. And thank you. It's like, the, like, like <laughs> clapping, you know, it's like, it's rude because it's like so many people like, they're like, Oh, well, why'd you sleep train? It's like, well, cause that's what worked for my family. It's like mm-hmm. everybody is different. It's like whatever you choose to do with your family. And like you said, you test out you take everything in, but at the end of the day, you try it with your family and whatever works for your family, then like, that's what's best. And that's what Absolutely. works for you. So I think that's awesome that you said that because I think more moms also need to be reminded of that. It's like, there's not one size fits all. It's not a recipe. Like you said, like, I wish it was be way easier, (laughs) but it's like, no, you're literally putting everything in kind of actually now they're saying recipe. It's kind of like not actually cooking, but it's actually more like, I feel like baking. It's like, you have to try this and try that. And does this work? And does this make this happen? And does that, you know, it's like, how do you create to be able to like put everything together to be able to make it work? Absolutely. And having like having the confidence to try it and to fail and to get up and try again until you find that perfect recipe like for you and for your family. And then guess what? Like when you nail it, like let's go and change. You gotta, you gotta do it again. So just like being adaptable, like that's that's what it's all about. Yes. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I love that. Well, um, I know we have to go shortly because we have our little ones napping because real mom life, but do you have any other gems that you want to share with my audience and my mamas to know, you know, either about you or any gems for them to know anything else that you'd want to share. Yeah. I just think it's so important. It's like a take home messages to really just have confidence in yourself as a mom, especially in the age of social media. Like it's very, very easy for us to compare our lives and our motherhood with highlight reels of other people. And so like having that social media awareness and truly, 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 truly like being mindful of yourself and of your motherhood and having the confidence and the faith in, in you and understanding that like your kids have been entrusted to you. Like no 
no one else can be a mom like you can. And so taking, taking like hold of that truth and, and honoring that truth and honoring yourself and just being like you said, like that fierce mom that you are made to be like, you can do this and you are doing an amazing job and just walking in that truth, living out that truth. And just, I mean, your kids are going to feel that. And so just honoring that. And that, that is like my boom, take home message is just have that faith, have that confidence and just go do you. I love that. That's, that's amazing. No. And I think that's so beautifully said. And we all need to remind ourselves to hone in on that confidence, that inner, like you said, mama bear and superwoman that we are, because let's be real. Like being a mom is the toughest job in the world, but the most rewarding and like the most amazing. And it really does like tap us into like our superpowers. Like I, like I joke all the time, but I'm serious. Like when I like go certain places, like, are you nervous? And I'm like, um, I went through a 42 hour birth and wound up in a C-section and then went through postpartum depression. Yeah, no, I got, Oh, you know, but it's true. It's like, we all have these crazy stories from our births, you know, from our pregnancy to our births to everything that we experience in motherhood. And it's like that, if, if that doesn't take us down, like nothing will, you know That's what I mean? So it's like, so I have to remind myself of that too. And Justin, my husband always says to me, he's like, babe, Use Amelia Ray as your muse. Use her for you to be inspired. Like, don't get down. Don't, like, I understand there's certain days you're going to feel different things, but like, overall, use like this journey as like your muse and your creation because this is such a new experience for you. And like, you should be like living it, you know, to like your fullest potential because you can and you will. And it's like, I used to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I listen, I think back to him saying that to me in my early stages and I'm like, wow. That's so true. And it echoes what you just said about the confidence in us. Absolutely. Yeah. That is so good, girl. Like that should go on a Pinterest meme and post over <laughs> everything. Cause that is like, once you go through labor, like you, we can do anything, anything, it's true. anything like legit, anything. Like it's like, they're like, does that hurt? No. Like it's just like, it's just, you know, is that, is that scary? Nope. You know, it's like, nope. Anything. Like you are a superwoman. And okay, well, so I've been ending my show lately with um just these two little questions, kind of like everyone does like the little uh you know flash round. But for me, it's like I want to know from you what is the most rewarding thing in motherhood right now, and what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, okay. Uh biggest reward is just seeing motherhood through my son's eye, like everything, everything like basketball hoop fishing. Like he is such an Alaskan boy through and through, but there's so much magic like in the everyday and just seeing that through him is just, it's unbelievable. It's just, it's so cool. Um, Oh gosh, biggest pet peeve girl. Let me think. Okay. Can I, can I like side note for a hot second? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Cause this, this question, I should like have a great answer. So a couple of years ago, I, I don't even know. Cause I'm like not a pageant girl. I ran for Mrs. Alaska and was like top, like top three candidates, like on the stage. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I, I thought like I was like, oh, I'm not gonna do this. This is totally fine. Then like my name wouldn't get called. Like it was like all the other girls were like being off the stage. I'm like, wait, why am I still up here? And so there was like five of us, and they did like the the live questions. And then like all the other girls, like I, Allie, like I studied all like political, like everything current. Like you could have asked me anything, I would have answered it. And then my one freaking question was, what is your biggest pet peeve? And I was like, what? I have oh no my God, idea. That's so funny. And I was like in front of all these people, and I was like, um, I don't. It was a terrible answer. Anyways, that was, yeah, that was a bad moment. So my, okay, let's see. My biggest pet peeve, honestly, like it really comes down to, and this is like probably not a great, great answer, but my biggest pet peeve is when, this is super aggressive. And this is like meant, meant from love, but like when people, 
when people make excuses like for their life, I'm like, guys, like we, we're all given this life. Like we, like one life, one shot, like, like at least like as we know it, like right now on earth. So like get up, like don't make excuses, roll yourself up, like get to work. My biggest pet peeve is when people don't do the work to create like the life that we can all live and, and just enjoy. So that is like a super dramatic, like pep talk of an answer, but that is one of my biggest pet peeves is like not having people have that motivation to get up and to create the life like they love. No, that's awesome. No, I think, I mean, I think that's great. Yeah. And I love what you said about motherhood for the reward. Cause I too feel that whenever I watch Amelia, like for my reward, it's like watching her discover everything and like yes. trying to say certain words. Like she's like, like when she sees a baby, she goes baby and like ball. And it's like, Oh my God, how cool is that to watch you like learn and take in and like say words and figure life out? Like it's amazing to watch and experience. And I totally feel you on the pet peeve. Like I guess for me, our pet peeves would be being told what to do in my own motherhood. Oh, so, yes. you know, hit on before by saying that, you know, everyone is different and it's like whatever works for you. And so you are an amazing guest. Thank you oh, so I... much for being on. This was like yes. so inspiring and so wonderful. So thank you so much. And um, cheers. Thanks for joining us on Strip Down with Allie Levine. If you want to continue the conversation with us, head on over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also see what she's up to at www.allylevine.com. Until next time, cheers. Hi, loves. Welcome back to Strip Down. I just wanted to say thank you so much for all the love and feedback and just your honest commentary, reviews, and all the messages I've been getting I've been reading them all and I appreciate it so much. I'm so grateful for this platform and to connect with all of you here. I wanted to tell you about something I'm really loving right now, which is Grabby's. Grabby's is an ergonomic utensils designed for babies and toddlers. Natural hand grasp and motion created to encourage safe self-feeding and independence. It's BPA-free, which is all non-toxic plastic, and it has a unique choke protection barrier, which I don't know about you mamas, but when I've seen Amelia choke and gag, it is terrifying. So... Being able to know that these utensils have that unique choke barrier makes me feel so much better about her using it. And I literally watch it strengthen her finger muscles by using them. And I see it helping her feed herself one bite at a time. It's really amazing watching her get her independence with them. It's for ages six months plus and you can check it out at grabbies.com.